So I saw something on Twitter uh, the other day, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. So there was a <laughs> it was a clip of this guy who was getting roasted by people on Twitter because he was at a baseball game, and I guess he was representing his you know college you know fandom team or whatever. And I think I want to say it was like Missouri or something. Might have been Missouri, Minnesota, one of those. Right, and they were playing Ohio State. I know that for a fact. And uh, the batter's up for, I believe it was his uh, fan allegiance. Um, hits a foul ball towards this guy. Right, the guy goes, tries to track down the foul ball, and snags it. Right, he gets the foul ball, but a kid who happened to be a fan of the other team was also racing towards the ball and missed out on it. He's pretty close to him too. Yeah, they were like right next to each other. Yeah. Right? But old man's got the got the hand eye. He's been working on it for years. Made a play. Right, exactly. He made, made a tough play, a clutch play in a clutch situation. Anyways, so Twitter was getting on him for not giving the ball to the kid. Mm-hmm. And I know that the whole tradition behind that is to like maybe inspire the next generation of baseball fans and say oh man you know i got this you know piece of memorabilia from this team that i care about you know i went to the baseball game with my dad my granddad you know whatever and i have this you know it's something he can look back on fondly and have positive associations with the game of baseball and maybe pass that along to to his kid you know in years to come the guy said no way i'm keeping this ball this is my ball <laughs> get lost kid you know and again, people were roasting him on Twitter for not giving, even the announcers, the announcers said like, ah, oh, you got to give the ball to the kid. Come on. Like, what are you doing? Right. And am I a jerk for thinking that you don't always have to give the kid the ball? Because <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the kid looked like he was like six or seven years old. Like he couldn't have been maybe eight, the oldest. Right. And the guy easily like 50s, right? He had opportunities throughout his lifetime. I don't know. Who knows how many baseball games this guy went to and didn't get a foul ball, right? I mean, maybe he has, but I'm just saying. If you're in that situation and you've never gotten a foul ball or a home run ball or whatever from your favorite team, why would you have to give it to a kid? He's got plenty <laughs> of opportunities. He's got years and years of baseball fandom, right? Am I Am I a jerk for thinking that... Well, he yeah, should, you he are. Has to be right to? Oh, okay. <laughs> because well. when that kid gets older, he's probably he should do the same thing and give it up to the to the kid. So technically, they have the same amount of time to get that ball. Do they? Because <laughs> that same kid is going to grow up, and then the ball is going to come, and he's going to catch it and be faced with that same decision. Do you know that for sure? <laughs> no, <All right. laughs> that's how the movie went. You didn't you didn't watch it? <laughs> that's a happy ending right there. But I think you should give it to him because I don't think it should be as important to you as an adult as it is to a kid. I think it means a lot more to them to have that ball in that moment. I don't know, man. When I was a kid, I had plenty of memorabilia that I was given and I was told, oh, it's like this is super like important and like, you know, whatever. It was like signed by whatever person. I'm like, all right, I just want to play with this dang ball. And I just throw the ball because I didn't care. Right, because to me, like the value is that it's just a ball, not that there's any sort of like prestige behind it. You don't get that appreciation for historical moments until you've lived through some history, in my opinion. So, to that same context, though, 
isn't it the same thing for the man? Like you're t- you're thinking of what the where the value is. As a little kid, you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. It's just a ball. There's no, you know what I mean. The value's mm-hmm. not there. But from the from a grown man standpoint, the value should have been in the chase for the ball, like the long to get one. I keep coming to all these games. I've never got my opportunity, and I felt like him chasing it down, getting the ball. Like that was. That's where his value was. Like you finally accomplished it. Like you got it. It's nice. No, no, just give it to the kid. Like it's not. It shouldn't be worth as much. Now, however, I may agree with the old man because I think this is the older generation's uh, get back at the younger generation. Because I don't know if you've ever seen the video of the little kid that tricks the lady. He catches a foul in his hand. Oh, and he turns around and he gives he gives the girl his old ball, the ball that he already had. Right. And she like gets she's like, "Oh my gosh." And she's like looking around at everybody and the kids like holding the the real ball that he just caught. So he tricked her. Right. I think this is the old man just getting back like he saw the video. But did he trick her? Kids are I mean, up to no a good. Baseball is a baseball at that point. <laughs> it was at the game. I mean, that's <laughs> I I guess that's a good way to look at it. Baseball. Was that wasn't the ball she thought she was getting though. What if, what if, what if it was uh, Derek Jeter's last home run? That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's like a situation, that was my next question. Is like, if there's a monumental, you know, moment, I guess, like where it's like, you know, your favorite player hits a home run, you know, you've never gotten a home run ball. And like, if I'm out there, like I'm 26, if I'm out there and my favorite baseball player crushes a ball and I catch it. And I'm I could be surrounded by a sea of nine year olds, and that ball is staying in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, but like if you believe in any type of karma, something's gonna happen to you where you're in a situation as an adult, <laughs> like you you win a car or something, you go on wheel of fortune or something, and you win a car, and somebody has the choice to give you that car or keep it themselves. And when they keep it, you're gonna be pissed. You're like, man, I should have gave that baseball to that kid. Karma doesn't work like that, man. I think it does something like that. No, no way. <laughs> I've seen it happen. So, am I the only jerk here who's keeping the ball in like every situation? It's karma, man. I, listen, in a situation like that, I might give the ball up. I'm not. I mean, I might want to keep the ball. Right. I can understand that, especially if it means something to you. Now, and I'm not a big. I know this is gonna sound bad when I say it. Right. I'm not like. I don't think when you give something that you should always be returned. Right. But the way social media works today. If somebody wants to see you give that ball, and I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's clear out, I want it, nobody's around me, I'm not going to go looking for someone to give it to. Sure. But if it's that close of a situation, and just like they caught him keeping the ball, right? if Twitter catches him giving that ball up, and it's mm-hmm. for like a monumental moment or something like that, like you know that the team or some rich guy in that city, somebody's going to get a hold of that video. They're going to give that guy season tickets, or right. they'll have him meet the team like... Man, just do good things. Good things will come back. There, well, I'll tell you one. There's one instance, and I there's just like a, a pretty viral video, like a couple years back. I want to say it was at a Red Sox game, but I don't want to say for sure because I don't remember. But there was an instance where a player threw a ball into the stands, like over the dugout, right? And there was an older lady and a young girl, and he threw it, attempting the player threw it, to, attempting to give it to the young girl. And this older lady just snatched that out of this girl's <laughs> hands. Like this girl couldn't have been more than like five years old and snatched it. Used her used her mom's strength and just yoinked it right out of her out of the six year old girl's hands. I think that and was they, um Ky- that was Kylie's mom. Was it? It looked like her. I think I seen that. What's her what's her name? <laughs> no one knows Some who Kylie Chris is. <laughs> yes, I think it was Chris <laughs> Jenner. That was Chris Jenner's mom she who did, really that. did do that. 
I don't know. I don't like to start rumors. Look, <laughs> it did kind of look like. If it. you're that listening, I apologize because I'm not one to start rumors. I think you're a beautiful young lady. She's young, Christian. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> but I promise you, it looked like her. I'm not yeah. starting rumors. I, I believe you. I believe. Yeah. You. I, I, I believe that. It looked I think like she her. took the ball. Anyways, but what ended up happening? I think she was, took it. What ended up happening was she, uh, the the little girl, they saw on the on the sportscast or whatever whoever like the the team saw that this girl had the ball taken from her and they actually walked up an autographed ball and a bat to the girl at her section boom so if i'm taking the ball from this kid the kid might be better off there you go so so you just keep it just keep it and let the kid get blessed (laughs) there you go somebody gonna get blessed that's my thought process. Wow. Now, I, honestly, I, I I have had a situation like that because I used to play. Uh, I used to work for the um, for the Lakeland Flying Tigers, and there were instances where like foul balls would come up, and I would always give it to to kids because like to me, like you know, foul balls are. I'm not gonna give. Oh, it doesn't mean anything to you. Nothing to me. It would mean. <laughs> wow, you're it, so ungrateful. A foul ball would mean more to a kid than it. I was an employee. Like I, foul balls were pelted at the <laughs> at the glass where I was sitting uh, every every game. It seemed like so for me. Like it, I know it would mean more to a kid if it was a foul ball. But if it's like if it was like a grand slam, you know, and I'm out there like in the outfields coming straight to me, like I'm sorry, kids. Better luck next time. <laughs> we'll talk to you when you're older, I guess. <laughs> Anyways. Transitioning a little bit to uh, some basketball. What a series, huh? Nail biter <laughs> through and through. <laughs> Somebody told y'all. But you got other ones wrong too, so. Listen, man, five and six, five and six. John will leave your record. Yeah, please out don't mention this. my record. <laughs> Jesus it's bad. I was 0-2 this, uh, this conference finals. I didn't get or did I get did I answer the Warriors? No, I didn't. I said the Trailblazers. Wow, yeah, yeah you just yeah, keep yeah. betting against oh the Warriors. Just don't bet against the Warriors. How about I'm, this? I'm saying I'm saying Warriors in four, by the way. For this I was series. about to say, how about we give you Raptors and if they get it, <laughs> then you just win. win. <laughs> if the Raptors win, you win. What do I win? Whatever this was all for. I don't know, Bra- I don't know. Bragging rights is that would be much to me. It's whatever. Y'all put some money on it, man. Let me know. What's up, man? Giannis. Um <laughs> What did I say? I said six games, right? Warriors and six. Yeah, I think you said Warriors and six. I said Warriors and five. Because we all agree. Well, before on... we get into, into the predictions, let's talk about Bucks Raptors. <laughs> That's a, a shame bit. that everybody just tells you how soon the Warriors will win. I know, I know. Nope. <laughs> how many games are you picking the Warriors in? That's pretty much what it is. I mean, if we look at history. But, yeah, okay. You know. But we'll get into that a little <laughs> later. I want to talk about Bucks Raptors, okay? Because I gave a lot of credit to Budenholzer. For how he coached the series against the Celtics, I think he did a really good job. Brad Stevens, obviously a very good coach. Um, but I think Budenholzer outcoached them, to be perfectly honest. Now, I was expecting something similar in this series against the Raptors, and he let me down. How do you let Van Vliet get that many shots off? I mean, he's hitting his shots. Why don't you do something about it? Can someone explain to me what happened there? Because it ain't that easy, man. What do you mean? <laughs> and Van Vliet... It is he is what you saw is what he is capable of, but he was just in a slump. So now remember when we talked about the Spurs when I said he Kawhi got that Patty Mills. He's better. <laughs> Stop it! I told y'all, and I said Van Fleet's name. And let me explain something to is you. Is Van Fleet or Van Vliet? It's VV, isn't it? Fleet. Whatever well, one's Fred easier to say. That's that's what it is. 
It's Van Vliet. I think it's Van. Oh, I think it's Van Fleet. If I say Van Fleet, so I apologize. And this is going. This, <laughs> this is going to ruin some things if I'm over here cheering yeah, them on. But listen, and I told y'all this back when we said this Spurs no. team. I mean, this Raptors team isn't a Spurs team. I told you how good Van Fleet was, and let me explain something to you. I see it happening in him. The same thing I see happen in a lot of my own homies. You know what it is? Let me explain something to you. He had a child. Mm. If you look at his numbers, and they're all they're already talking about this, so it's not like I'm stealing it back. I definitely want to validate it. If you look at his numbers before he had his child, he Second he looked number. bad. After he's been killing it from three, he's hitting his shots. He looks more aggressive. He finishes at the rim. You know, I have a lot of friends who just had their kids and they're stepping up doing the same exact thing. I, I, I'm proud of everybody. In the beer league? Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about hooping. I'm talking about <laughs> a life, man. It's bigger than that. What did Damien tell us? It's bigger than that. Yeah. I thought he said his ribs were separated. But. See, now, see, that's how they remember you. They always remember you as your lowest. <laughs> so Van Vliet, Stop. apparently in games four through six, uh, had the greatest three-game shooting stretch in NBA playoff history, hitting 14 of 17 from three-point range for an 82.4% clip in games four through six. Listen, well, man. Can y'all just start listening to me? He'd only made eight three-pointers in his previous 15 playoff games. IT had one of the greatest runs ever, and look where he's at now. <laughs> All I'm saying is Patty Mills was way more consistent over the years. Now, I don't. Then, I don't know, but I mean that was. could be another argument that we have Van Fleet or uh, Patty Mills. But trust me, he can hoop, man. He's gonna make a name for himself. I believe that. I think he's getting close. I wouldn't. I wouldn't jump out there and say Terry Rozier status just mm-hmm. yet, because I think Terry Rozier is about to get. He's about to show the league why he's a starting point guard. Why he's scary Terry? Yeah, and we've seen guys before Reggie Jackson. Kind of did. He never really solidified himself with the right. Pistons, but he showed he was better than a backup. You got Eric Bledsoe showed he was better than a backup. Right. Um, a lot of these guys, and I think Terry Rozier is that next guy up. Mm-hmm. I think Fred Van Fleet's coming. He's going to show the lead that he's he's too good to be a backup. Okay. So back to your question, though. The reason, let me know if you agree with this. The reason why I think he got off was because they were so focused on Kawhi. And... I guess they were just waiting the whole series for another guy to step up, whether mm-hmm. it was whether it was Danny Green, whether it was Ibaka, Larry, yeah. to have a big game. Somebody there is Danny Green. That's what I'm uh, saying. His shooting slump is ridiculous right now. <laughs> so going in, they don't expect them. You, you know, you see what type of games Van Fleet had. They don't expect him to to come out like that. So they're, I mean, they're focused on stopping Kawhi. So I think that's that's why he had that breakout game, and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to stop. Also, Kawhi did a tremendous job guarding Giannis. Like, because I thought Giannis, like, with his measurables and, like, the way he plays the game, like, it would be tough for anyone to stop him. And Kawhi did. I can't pull, I can't think of the numbers off the top of my head, but they were, like, tremendous, where he was, like, only averaging, like, four points when guarded by Kawhi. It's nuts. This is a crazy theory I have, but I think more better players have to guard better players and here's why if you put a sorrier player who's not very important to the fans who's not really important to the ticket sales obviously he's a name to basketball players but to the common watcher or the right, unfortunate fan yeah they don't know him a ref sees a little bit of contact boop, i can call a foul it's fine right. i can i can 
if I if he fouls out, it's no big deal. Right. But if but you see guys out. like Kawhi, you see guys <laughs> like Clay Thompson, you see these good you see these good star players, and they get maybe a game where they get five or six fouls. Maybe right. they do foul out. Maybe they foul out one game in the series. But you know what? Them refs gonna let things slide. Why you think that you don't call as much uh, for the Rockets? Right. There's a reason why James Harden can't get that call. Now I I can't call this on Steph Curry every time. Mm-hmm. I can't give Clay a foul every time you do that. Stop right. it. So you have Kawhi go guard Giannis. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing the same. He's a good defender. I think other guys have played good de- defense as well, but I'm not going to call that on Kawhi. Sure. So he can maybe give you a little bit more. We got to challenge our best players to go back and guard and put more pressure on the refs. That's the only way. John? Yeah. I, I didn't even think <laughs> about that. <laughs> the only problem with that is when you run into those refs who aren't shy to blow the whistle. That's and true. They, they say they're setting the tone. Now you got star players yeah. in foul trouble. Yeah, Kawhi which, with three fouls in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We haven't seen it yet. I <laughs> no, mean, you're right. You know, Clay, we haven't seen the Warriors lose because Clay Thompson has showed her too much of a defensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's the only, I guess that's I the only that, risk though. with that because they are going to play aggressive. And then when you, e- egos are going to come into it. So you're not going to let this guy who they're saying is better than you already score on you. So they're going to be playing harder. And that is the only risk to your argument is that if they, if one gets in foul trouble, it's going to be a problem for the NBA in general because nobody wants to see star players have to go to the bench in the second quarter early in the game. So, But that is that is a good point. I didn't think about the refs and everything. No, that's 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 valid too. IQ gonna have to come in. You got to be smart enough to maybe let him get a bucket or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I have a question. So the Warriors are really good. Okay, no surprise there. I'm not breaking any news by saying <laughs> the Warriors are good. They went to the 34 and four without Kevin Durant. Now fire's hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's they're they're playing tremendously good team basketball even without Kevin Durant. Okay, not that they're a better team because I don't think they're a better team without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just adds another dimension to that team, and when you know Steph has an off night or Clay has an off night, you have another guy who can just go out there and and shoot the lights out in the gym. Now, Kawhi Leonard has been spectacular. I mean, a couple series ago. I mentioned the fantastic numbers he's had, and his his numbers aren't as gaudy as they were earlier off in in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, But what he didn't necessarily do on the offensive end, which he did, it's not like he was slouching on the offensive end. He did really well. But last last series was a very, like, the defense was the focal point. Like, everyone was impressed by how well he played defensively in addition to his already really good offense. Now... Kawhi Leonard is younger than Kevin Durant. Kawhi Leonard has basically dragged this team that was with DeMar Rosen on it, losing in the conference semifinals, in the conference finals, right? I don't think, actually, had they made a conference finals before uh, before Kawhi got there? Because I don't think they did, because who was it? It was uh, last year, it was the uh, Celtics Cavs, right? Yeah, no. No, they haven't. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, so the closest they got was the Conference Semifinals with Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan as the best team, as the I guess the centerpiece of the best team the Raptors have had since Chris Bosh was there. And even then with Chris Bosh, they were first round and done. So my question to you is, with the Raptors now in the finals for the first time, 
Now, they may get blown out. We don't know. Okay, that's what people are saying that, you know, this is a really big underdog in this final series. But Kawhi has proven himself to be elite level. And a guy who can transform your franchise into a contender almost immediately. Yeah. Now, Kevin Durant also has that skill set, but Kevin Durant is also 31 years old. Is Kawhi going to be a bigger free agent get than Kevin Durant? Is is that you know the biggest fish in the in the pond, so to speak? Before, John can take this one first, but the one thing I will say because I've seen that take a lot that Kawhi is getting a lot of credit for taking the Raptors, you know, doing what Demar Derozan couldn't, and just to kind of save face a little bit for Demar Derozan. I just want to throw the name Pascal Siakam out there. Sure, he's playing you know very well. I mean? I get it. I'm not yeah, saying I, he's doing it all himself. No, 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 no. I know what but, you mean, and yeah. and that is the narrative is that you know he's doing what Demar could, and and I agree. I mean, clearly he got him there, but I just want to save a little face because I saw a post from Demar Derozan that really hurt me, man, today. Because you know how close him and Kyle Lowry are, right? And he said some. It was his comment on um, Instagram was sometimes being by yourself. Being by yourself is good. I don't need no friends. It was along those lines. I. Can't quote it word for word, but right. um, man, and I was like, man, that that sucks because you know, clearly he he's one of those guys who has the best friend in the league. So I really hope that their relationship it ain't ruined over something like this. It a game, you know what I mean? But I got the the Instagram post right here. It's it's him. I don't know where he is, but it looks you know like paradise yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Uh, and the comment is, "Being alone makes you strong." I don't need a friend, which. To me, is like that's sad, Are you man. Good, bro? Like, yeah, and, I'll no, be no, your friend, man. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> and and all jokes aside, because there's a lot of there's a lot of guys in the league who have even voiced about depression, right? Like we we talked about this earlier with Kyrie. Maybe he really is crazy, right? But you know, there's a lot of people who go through a lot of stuff that we don't know, right? You know what I mean? And we and it's almost sometimes we're uncareful of our words, and it is right. the media paints the picture as well. Like we don't know what. DeMar could be going through. So what you're saying is I'm the reason for DeMar. No, stop it. I would never That's what it life. sounds like. But listen, if DeMar, if you happen to find this and you're taking a toll on yourself because of all the Raptors' success, listen, Pascal Siakam stepped up. We talked about Van Fleet. Right. Guys yeah, stepped up. Marcus Gasol looks yeah. good. Guys stepped up. Don't take it personal, big dog. Van Fleet out there. Drake. That's right, Drake. Drake doing his part too. So <laughs> stepped up. I, well, I'm, I apologize. We'll get back to Kawhi or Kevin Durant, biggest free agent talk. But I, I just want to, I want to step in for Durant. I'm stuck, man. Jamal. I really, I really don't know. Like I need help on this one because I'm, I can't go by who I think is better at this point. It's more of like <laughs> which one has more weaknesses, right? Because I, I mean, skill set wise. Kevin Durant, I mean, that's tough. That's a tough thing to pass up. You know, if you've got Kevin Durant on your team, you're not, you're not going to be a a one and done team. You know, that team right. is a contender immediately. But like I said, he's 31. You know, if you're going to give a, a guy a, a five year deal, I mean, granted, he's still got shooting, but his defense is, I would say, going to take a nose that between now and the age of 36, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it would have to. It would it would have to come down to age because it's not there's not like a drop off. Oh, personally, offensive, I think Kevin Durant is better. Sure. Um, on on defense, I don't think there's a drop off in between. Both good free throw shooters. I would still say Kawhi is a better defender than Kevin Durant. Think so? I I, I think there's on, an argument on all, on all five positions though. 
Yeah, I don't think KD got, can guard more. He can protect your rim. Right, but I don't know. To me, I think that Kawhi on ball definitely. Yeah, as an on ball defender, like if you need a guy who like to can lock down a wing, which is like I mean that's usually where your scoring comes from is from the wing. I would trust Kawhi there, and then you know as opposed to like I mean not that Kevin Durant can't guard those positions, but I think that Kawhi Leonard does a better job guarding those I, guys. I just don't I think, know. If, oh, go ahead. I think Kevin can guard three positions. With confidence, and sure. I think Kawhi can only guard two. With I think I give no, he can guard. He can guard one. He can guard three because he can guard the point. Yeah, so it's three three basically. And I because Durant could do three through five with right easily. Sure, and he could do one through three. What I would say is I don't think what Kawhi makes up in defense, looking for a total defensive aspect, is not greater than what Kevin Durant makes up for offensively. I think Kevin Durant is better than him. Is his offensive game is the margin there is bigger. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's be my opinion. Yeah. And but so then you talk about that, but then you bring in age and you see Kevin Durant has injuries. Who's to say that won't happen again? I mean, you sign him, it's gonna be at least what, like a three year deal? Kawhi's has some injuries as well, though. Right. But he sat out for he sat out for an entire year and then he played a little played a slightly yeah, I think over half. Like thirty two minutes or something like that. But if you minutes. play the age game like History tells you that the person that's old is probably more likely to get injured. So, I mean, in also you don't know how Kevin Durant's going to come back off of this injury right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's tough, and you would have to get into like the analytics and stuff to see <laughs> specifically like who who gives you more return on on your investment. Right, and, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't see a problem. Listen, whoever got either guy is going to be is, is, is yeah, pretty solid. I mean, those, yeah. If and you I, end up getting the second guy, you're not going to be upset about it. And that. I honestly would love to see them play together. That'd be cool. Which is one thing I would I would love to see the Nets get both of those guys, or maybe even like the Clippers. But um, yeah, the Clippers, by the way, the odds-on favorite uh, to sign Kawhi Leonard uh, minus two hundred. The Raptors next close at one twenty-five plus one twenty-five. Uh, Knicks coming at third at plus uh, two eighty. Yeah. So, just I mean. To, I think those are all good fits. The only thing that I would say, in, which gives them an upper hand, is like if you were to look at it as two people interviewing for a job. Mm-hmm. I think right now you could maybe say if you want to look at age, accomplishments, and everything, maybe Kawhi gives you a little bit more on his resume, mm-hmm. like for things to look forward to. They're both Finals MVPs. Yeah, but I think Kevin Durant maybe has like he's like that interviewer who vouch somebody vouched for him. You know what I mean? Like somebody kind of gave him a nod to to the hiring director. Like, I like this guy. If you could do me a favor, like, like I feel like he's Kevin so Durant's just done enough. Is that what you're saying? I mean, he's, his with his name, his size, who he's been into the league. I feel like all of this stuff kind of gives him the nod. Like somebody he's vouched for. Like more people are going to spend money on him. I mean, if you're if you're the Knicks, like who would you rather sign? Like, you got I'm, the option to get both of them. I'm probably. And it depends on who wins the championship, too. That's a big factor. But going into this free agency, I think Kevin Durant is going to be a little bit more hungrier because he has a lot more to prove. He wants to prove that, okay, you said I was on the Warriors. You said we they were the best team without me. I led them to a championship. I was the finals MVP, but people are still saying, oh, you won it with them. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to go to a team where he can show that Look, I can turn this team around how Kawhi how Kawhi did and um improve it to these people. So sure. I think that that ambition to be able to do that is something that people are gonna be looking at. Like, you know, he wants to win. Wherever he's going, he's not just coming just to 
to get a check, he wants to win wherever he goes. So, so you're saying he's not going to the Knicks? <laughs> Depends <laughs> on who comes with them. But if if I'm the Knicks and I have to pick between the two, that might be one of the reasons why I picked Durant over him. That hunger. So okay, Bob. <laughs> if I'm the Knicks, who do I want between the two yeah. of them? You got the space. You know, a lot of roster flexibility. Who are you building your team around? Honestly, I would I would probably have to say Kevin Durant as well, but for a different reason. I feel like he brings me more money. Knicks is a is a money market. You know what I mean? Like right. they've they've gotten through some struggling years because still, I, don't, I don't think they need the money though. I know, but I mean from from a standpoint of if I'm not gonna win it anyway, I always want to make as much money as possible. Like mm-hmm. I feel like money is always a second to to ranks, and I don't think they're gonna win right away. I don't think teams like the Lakers and the in the um, Knicks do anything for money because they clearly have the most money in the league as far as teams go. Yeah, but when you look at it, they're getting big names anyway, and those big names help keep help flourish those markets. If if no, the market helps that. No, they, I I just they've been trashed for how long and still have been the 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 team with the most money. Well, the Lakers. I mean, they've been trashed, but they've always had a big name applied to them. But the Knicks have it. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that. They had Melo, and then when they struggled, they got Przingis, and then look how quick they turned him into a star. Like I feel like people look for someone. You have to have a star, though. But they've been bad for over 27 years. So how do you account for all those other years and still being a team that has all that money? The Nets, before the Nets came, they were the only team in New York. So you had to cheer for them anyway. No. Now the Nets coming, no. I think that puts more pressure on the Knicks. New York team, they're going to have the most money. Regardless of who comes there, I don't think it's I don't think it's about getting a star player for money at all. I think it's about getting somebody who's going to win. Doesn't that also keep your fans happy though? Getting in star players, if you're not going to win, it does exactly. So if you're not winning, I at least want to watch a star. It does, but I'm just going to cut out the that whole keeps ticket hook. sales, right? So I mean, <laughs> if you're if you if you've got Kevin Durant there, I mean, regardless, you're selling tickets. I yeah, mean, like either, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kawhi is he's obviously a name. Because MSG, they sell out every single year. They sell out their games all the time, no matter how bad they are. So that just shows like a, t- a ticket a ticket sold out is the same price as if Kevin Durant was there or not. Ticket sales, but I mean, I feel so, you. Also, if Kevin Durant Jersey, ends I mean. up going there instead of Kawhi, you don't have to worry about those ugly new balances taking up space on the court. So. That's a good point. Jesus. I should have <laughs> led with that. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's transition into uh, Warriors Raptors because we're basically in that realm anyway. Um, so I know that the Raptors are a pretty big underdog in this, but if mm-hmm. you had to make the case for how the Raptors would beat the Warriors, what would you have to do? If you're Nick Nurse and you've got you know what's the what's the first thing that you do to try to beat this Warriors team? As cliche as it is, pray. <laughs> so, so you're asking for divine intervention. That's the only way yeah. that Nick Nurse and the, and the Raptors and Kawhi are going to beat this Warriors team. Man, when I go through a tough time where I have to find the answer, I pray. And then I hope some way I, I stumble across the answer. So maybe maybe Nick Nurse sits there and he prays and somehow he comes up with a, a new defense that we've never seen. Or right. maybe it leads to it, but... So, okay, let's play this scenario then. Nick Nurse leaves his house of worship, wherever that is. Okay, now okay, what does he do? And then okay. he goes to the gym. Okay. Tell me what he then does. 
Well, now it's time. <laughs> I think, honestly, it's going to have to be what we said we would like to see. You know, I think it was two episodes ago where we, I just want to see Kawhi guard Clay, And then Steph gets hot and he goes and guards Steph. And then uh, Clay, um, Draymond's the only one in. While they're giving him a rest, he goes and guards Draymond. I want to see him just go guard everybody mm-hmm. and show us how impactful defense can be as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to have to sort of the lead. He's going to have to do what the Warriors did against the Trailblazers and switch aggressively. Their bigs are going to have to move their feet. Maybe Mark Gasol doesn't play as much. Yeah, because that, that, that Steph uh, Draymond pick and roll is, is the most dangerous pick and roll in basketball. So Marcus Gasol's got his work cut off from on those switches on Steph. They're going to have to figure out a way how, and I don't understand why other teams don't do this, like when he goes up to set the screen, mm-hmm. they're going to have to have another def- defender then take him and rotate that way. Because okay. you can't have Mark Gasol show. He can't, he's not mobile enough to, to give a hedge on that. Right. And, I mean, you can't go underneath. But what defender are they going to, is going to leave their man to a go? A guard. So if you just ro- if you rotate from the weak side and just have a guard go and take it, so you would leave Clay to go take one, the role and have from the, the next pick? and have the next and have the next forward step up to Clay. What if what if you have the you on the if right, they're overloading or something like yeah if you're on the yeah. right side with Clay in the corner and then they run the pick and roll on that same side. Well, I'm not I'm not saying that you would do it every single time, but there's rules for where the ball is and and the the weight of the court as well. well so if the opportunity presents itself, I would switch up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like guys don't talk enough. I want to see Kawhi out there like a linebacker literally talking. <laughs> no yeah, yeah, I want to see I want to see him out there. Or, bro, you could, you could really do it. Like, that's how we play defense. Sure. Yeah, we switched the, and talked and, like, whenever we needed to. And sometimes you would fight over it. Sometimes you would push the guy out. Right. I mean, we gave up some things, obviously, when guys stopped talking. But, right. but this it's is, hard. This is why the Warriors are so good because – you got to think we're on a podcast talking about this. We have experience. Oh, of course. I'm not saying it's going to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do everything I said perfectly. Yeah. It might not work. But, yeah, this is, so that was my point. I was like, these guys, like, every team is coming with this with this type of, of strategy, and it makes sense on paper. But once you get on there, and then you got guys coming off the bench that start hitting threes, and you're like, we did not plan for this. Yeah. We didn't plan for this guy to Why go. is Looney out here making threes? Yeah, we didn't plan for Draymond to <laughs> step back from the pick and start hitting threes all yeah. of a sudden. So it's just so it's so many variables with right. the Warriors that like you really can't plan, and you just got to make sure that you come out and, and play well also right. on, on the offensive side. And that's something that I've heard a lot of where people say that Kevin Durant not being on the team makes them a a worse team overall, but it makes them harder to guard. guard yeah. Because, you know, Kevin Durant's not just a call for the ball and going ISO. Gu- guarding ISO is easy because, you know, yeah, if you got a good defender about. on him, he's just, all right, I'm just going to take this guy straight up, man up, and that's it. You know, see what he can do. If he makes a shot, that's fine. But when they have the ball movement that, that the Warriors have without Kevin Durant, because they do have good ball movement without Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant's kind of like their ace in the hole where it's like, all right, uh, Steph's cold tonight. Everyone's kind of, you know, cold. Kevin, just go out there and just make some, <laughs> make well, some you shots, kinda, make some you, magic. Yeah, so when Durant plays, you kind of see all the other players defer to him. And it's not it's not Kevin Durant's fault. It's like you got one of the best guys in the world, if not the best. Why wouldn't you give him the ball? Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you can't get that ball movement when you know, like, Kevin Durant could get a bucket whenever he wants to. So now you're playing the game of, like, all right, should we keep feeding him because we know he can get hot? Do we... 
you, you're thinking too much. And now when he's off the court, it's like free for all. And now yeah. you're seeing everybody go to work. So it's tough to go. It's, like, it's like, like a song when they're out there, man. Like the like the notes that they're hitting while they're playing, man. Because you see like some of these like little like passes. Like it, it's almost like they, I mean, obviously they practice a lot, right? But seeing the way they pass the ball between each other looks different than it does with almost any other team in the league in, in my opinion like some like the the real short passes they have where like they know like all right they they know that the other t- what the other team's rules are for guarding them and they exploit it it seems like every single time like oh i know that you know so and so is going to switch off to help you know guard uh, clay when he's in the corner so what i'm going to do is i'm going to i'm going to pass it down low and then you know whoever's you know closer to the basket is actually going to just outlet it back out to whoever it is right and yeah. it just seems like they have like a a, a plan for mm-hmm. every single type of defense however you want to guard them if you if you want to see good basketball and also be tired of watching it Watch watch stuff for about five minutes of the game on offense. What he does, mm-hmm. like when he gives, if he does a simple dribble handoff and he just starts walking and then he pops out off a flare screen out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He's constantly moving. Like you get tired just watching him on TV. How much he moves around and right. everybody. Most people when they watch the game, they only see him coming off that last pick and oh, stuff is always open. But you don't see all the little things he does. He's always moving. Right. So and they the fact that they they move so so well and so cohesively in such a tight space that's yeah. the part that makes like makes it the most incredible to me it's like the guys like there's a defender right there but like the way they're passing it and the direction they're passing it in like the guy is like just basically guarding air even though he's maybe 2 feet away from the guy who's shooting the ball it's a, it's, it's it's exhausting playing teams like that and i know you had experience with that also for sure i mean you, you <laughs> Your scouting report is pages long, and when you get into that game, things start moving a lot faster than they were in practice. Mm-hmm. People are doing stuff that maybe not not have been on the scouting report. So, I think the Warriors are just it's a it's a mental thing when you when you have to go up against them. So we got some some predictions. I got the Warriors in four. <laughs> You gotta overcompensate for all yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been like, tired of the Warriors for so long. I'm so tired. Of it. It's Warriors in four. I thought he's the Drake curse because now, what if the Raptors won just because you finally agree with? Them? That's what I'm hoping for. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, the movie Little Giants? No. <gasps> I know. Have you ever seen Little Giants? John? What? All right. Well, no. Well, anyways, I'm gonna ruin it for you because you guys probably know we're gonna watch it. But spoiler alert! Yeah, here it is. <laughs> How many years later? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a 20 year old movie. I, I blame you guys, but um, it's fine. so basically, it's about this guy, and he's um, he coaches a football team. He's his football team is really good, a little AU team. He brings his um, daughter wants to play football, right? So they won't put her on the football team. They want like I think they try to make her a cheerleader anyway. Long story short. She, she, her dad makes his own football oh, team. Oh, I saw that. I yeah, saw yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his brother, they're brothers. And his older brother always beats him. He can never beat his older brother, right? And, and his older brother always brags. But when he's giving a motivational speech to his team, he tells them about the one time he beat his older brother down the hill and like how all the losses don't matter because he beat him that one time. Then I always thought that story has to be for football. And not for NBA playoffs because you have to win a seven-game series. Right. The Raptors will not <laughs> beat the Warriors more than one time. It's going to go five. So that one time down the hill is going to be the first game at home. Now one time oh, down the hill. I don't know when it's coming. Somehow Kawhi will beat him down the hill. He'll get his one win 
But I got Warriors in five. <laughs> I got Warriors in six. <laughs> and only because of Drake. <laughs> He's going to do it. <laughs> and everything. the fact that KD is missing game one. <laughs> yeah. So where's the first game? Is it? It's, it's in, uh, Toronto. in Toronto. The six. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to win that one. If that's if there is a game to win, that is the game that yeah. they need to win. <laughs> you, I can I can almost also see them losing that first one. I can see them losing it and then coming back and being so go hole that they find a way to win the the one game at home okay. and then lose the next three. That would be my prediction. Is that somehow the Warriors come here and they sneak one out? The Raptors are maybe so happy that they made it to this is crazy. Maybe they're so happy that they made it to the finals. Kawhi, you know, for the reasons that he doesn't said emotion is for whatever they are much respect to him you know everybody goes to their father passed away there's a lot of things but maybe he celebrates a little too much maybe he's a little slow the first game warriors find a way to steal one and then he comes back and leads the pack game is it what are the warriors really stealing one if they're the warriors <laughs> i mean technically you're they're stealing back <laughs> they're home taking court. One, yeah. they're, they're taking home court event yeah i mean you steal it how you want to steal it. You punch somebody in the face and take it from him. Yeah, he still stole. I guess. I think I think Kawhi, he's gonna have a great series. Yeah. But he's just not gonna have enough to pull his team with him. I don't think they're He needs a lot of help. Yeah. He needs Van Fleet to go off for 14 for 17 again. He needs Kyle Lowry to have that 30 point game one that he had in the last series again. And, and then what happens when they go to the bench? Because the Warriors bench has been playing pretty well. That's true. No, I, I don't know. Can can they? I mean, they ended last series pretty quickly, which you know helps a lot. But again, Andre Iguodala is what thirty five now. You know, can't. I mean, who knows? I mean, it is a long season. This is like what four straight. Listen, <laughs> finals. When this time he shows up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But he's is he still injured? Is he playing again? Is he uh, ready for game one? He'll be ready. I'm not sure if he was. I know Kev, Kevin's out, and I think I know Demarcus. They say is healthy enough. He's questionable. I think they said. This, yeah, they said he's healthy enough if they if he was needed. <laughs> Which like is ridiculous in the finals. Like I mean, you know, maybe we'll throw him in there if we go down a game. It, it, I'm hoping he, he's. We'll see. I guess we will. Anyway, speaking of uh, of competition, it's not football season. Unfortunately, no. I'm looking forward to football season. Can't wait for Chosen Rosen to go out there and light the NFL on fire. He's a fan. <laughs> D-Wade. <But>, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he lost. <laughs> what? We didn't, we yeah, didn't we agree did. on that. Oh, uh, see, y'all are, We didn't shake on that. Wow, this yeah, is ridiculous. That was anything. forced, too. Like, that wasn't even like... No, I saw it. It popped up on oh, my phone. shut up. That was forced. Well, the thing is, I expressed my fandom... <laughs> And he knows that. Boo, move on. Go, like, go on with this. <laughs> Anyways. So there is a little bit of a race going on in, uh, it's not in the NFL. I guess it's just, it just features NFL players, right? Is that, do I have that right, Bubby? You were telling me about this. Yes, because my Redskins, see, this is a win-win for me. Because okay. not only are the Redskins represented. Right. It's the only thing they'll probably win this season, but go ahead. Probably also our division. We also won the draft already, but I'm done. Uh, <laughs> it's a race between offensive and defensive players are going to run a, uh, run the 40. It's been a lot of trash talk. Um, Ted Ginn also said, I forgot how much he said that he would bet for anybody. I think it was 10000 The race? Yeah, it was 10000 He had um, said that he'd race, he'd bet 10000 for anybody. 
Um, so he's one of the 24 contestants. There's 12 mm-hmm. offensive, 12 defensive. And like I said, the Redskins are represented by Florida's own DRC. Mm. Friend so of the show. One day he will be. I'm calling <laughs> it. One one day, let him focus on what he need to focus on. We'll get him in here. Yeah, Bobby doesn't want to <laughs> take his time away from studying that playbook. So yeah, man. Just, just, just learn it and get it right. <laughs> but I think he's... Uh, he had actually one of the fastest 40s yeah, so, of the race. So some of the names, uh, Alvin Kamara, Ted Ginn, like you mentioned, Tariq Cohen, Robbie Anderson. Uh, most of these guys are offensive guys. Mark Ingram, who I think is probably going to be, would you say, the slowest uh, offensive player? I, I don't want to be rude, <laughs> but I think he's coming to last. Uh, I don't know if I said Robbie Anderson. But, yeah, I, I, this, there's some speed there, some, some speedy guys. I'll, I mean, Alvin Kamara is not slow by any means, but when you, you're talking about some of these receivers who are – you know these burners, and then Tariq Cohen, who's you know basically a, a human joystick with how uh, how quick he is. Um, See, and that's one thing I wish. Like I wish somebody could toss the ball to Kamara before he runs the forty. You I, think he'll run faster? I think I think that <laughs> may give it to just him. throw it in the air. Yeah, let's show the pads on. Let him get it. <laughs> I, you said DRC. Are there any other defensive players that you know of that are going to be on? A, do you know like how the format's going to be? Because uh, this seems kind of confusing. Like, yeah, so it's says bro- offensive versus defensive. Are they just going to average like the forty time? Across no, the- so it's going to be it's going to be a bracket. Uh, so there's going to be okay, one okay. coming out of the offensive, one coming out of the defensive, gotcha. I believe, okay. and then they'll race against each other for for the fastest. But um, yeah, we had Mark Ingram at four point five on combine for pro day. Um, DRC four point three three, one of the fastest forties. Um, four three one by Trey Waynes though. So. Uh, this is going to be interesting. But you know what? Everybody's really smart. Because if I'm not mistaken, um, Tariq Hill mm. is not 100% right now, right? Is he? Well, I know he's had some off the uh, off the field issues. So I don't know. If yeah. I, so wouldn't they just find a replacement? No, but what I'm saying is I don't think they would have. I'm wondering if they They're would have had to have this. Some stuff, other yeah, stuff yeah, come yeah. Up. Maybe it's like, yo, oh. Hill's injured now. Remember we was talking about who the fastest is? Let's settle it. <laughs> because <laughs> Quick while like, he's injured. <laughs> yeah, while he's injured. Air quotes injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I'm, I'm interested to see if they timed this when maybe he was out. Right, but I right. think I'm, hope, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping he bring it home for us. So Okay. Yeah. The dub. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Are they going to televise this? Where do, yeah, where do we see this? Um, it is going to be televised. I do believe it is happening June 29th. Okay. About two weeks before the NFL training camp starts. Um, Got to have some time for this. It has no affiliation with the NFL, so okay. I do want to apologize about that. Oh. Um, but come on now, all those guys, ESPN, somebody's going to get a hold of this. We'll, we'll get a camera crew. We'll go see it. I was just about to say, this is going to be big for that. The NFL. fact that they're promoting it this early, too. You know right. what I mean? Like they they know that they want this to catch one, and I've seen it all over Twitter. But we talked about this like early in our early podcast about like what the NFL can do, in, to, like to improve the All Star games. And yeah, stuff like that, right. Probably. We had said don't let the fans pick the playbook because was, too many engage eights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then we because we also talk about players not wanting to get injured, so yep, they won't play right. as hard. Something like this would be something good to add. Right. I'm just worried about you know because you know there's going to be at least one hammy that goes uh, <laughs> that goes sideways, man. I mean it's hard to like this is the least amount of uh, yeah good old just everybody stretch yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what they need to do is they should lead like what if they led like a morning yoga 
before the race. Some quick Pilates. Like to kind of raise money, get some, get some, get a fan base out there. They have a little, they have a little yoga seminar, $5 to come do yoga with NFL players. Mm. Donate all of it. Right. Everybody's loose before the match. And now Mm. you got a little fan base to watch y'all run. Mm. Do yoga with your favorite NFL player. DRC, do you Mm. hit, bro, if you're listening, we got an idea. Marketing minds over here, bro. All right, man. The next big thing. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> who do you if they were to do this in the in the NBA? Let's bring it back home. Okay. So if and we don't need to do twelve offensive, twelve defensive. No, I'm not gonna. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's basketball, baby. This. All right. Anyways, over your head. All right. If you were just gonna pick five people to see race, who would the five be, and who do you think would win? Okay. So, so forty yard dash. Who do I want to see race, or who do I want like who do I think is gonna be like the favorite? We're picking like five guys like to rate. Is there like one for each category? Is that how we should like one? It's a 40 yard dash. So like two to represent guards, two to represent forwards, one center or like. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even think that there are any forwards that could keep up with the guards. But no, if you I'm saying like to, if you had like different like divisions. Like, yeah. Um, d- just name five people. <laughs> that I want to watch race. Or how about this? Three guards that you like to see race each other. Who would win? Three guards you like to see. Three forward. Three current, bigs. Current players. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, but we didn't even say that. Yes, the race is supposed to have a defense. Oh, the NFL race. The right. NFL race is supposed to have um, a guest defensive and guest offensive player. You had some theories as to who yes. that was, right? I'm telling you, this is no inside scoop. This is who I think it is. Right. I think we're going to have prime time. I'm yeah, always <laughs> I'm always seeing Dion talk about, like he was even saying, y'all lucky. Y'all lucky I, I wasn't out there. Right. Y'all lucky I'm not out there. Yeah. I seen him. T- I seen some tweets. I know he wants. Does to that be out speed there. last forty years? I don't. And see that <laughs> speed lasts the test of time or the time, of whatever, that. whatever the saying is. I mean, he's only got to do it once, right? Exactly. That's, Just that one okay. time down the hill. Look, everything comes full circle. Yeah, yeah. But I think, um, and then offensive, I think it's going to be Chad Johnson. Okay, a little Ocho Cinco. Yeah, I like that. I like. You know, he was on Madden. He does a lot. He does a lot of trying to stick around with the NFL. I think he wants to come back. I think he should come back. Mm-hmm. Make a name for yourself. He might even win this race with Hill out. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He's again a little on the older side. All right, we're all over the place. Back to the NBA. Who are <laughs> your go. three guards and your three forwards? So, <laughs> so three three guards, probably Russell Westbrook, De'Aaron Fox. That's a good one. And I'm gonna go with. I see. I would have did Victor Oladipo before he got hurt. I mean, if this is a dream scenario, it's not really happening. So, so Victor Oladipo, okay. Man. okay. And for forwards, I probably take Giannis, Siakam, and LeBron. Okay. For guards, I got Russ, Drew Holiday, and Kemba Walker. And then for forwards, I got LeBron, Kawhi, and Giannis. You think Kawhi is fast? I just want to see him run. I think he, I think he's one of those guys that looks goofy when he runs like flat out sprint, and I really want to see it. I don't, I don't know if I could, if I would think of him. I don't know. I mean, you gotta be quick to you know to match up defensively with some of these guys. He's, at least he's got the quick twitch. You know, I, mean, I don't know about maybe flat line speed, but we'll see. Yeah, we're talking about the forty yard dash, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So for my guards, I would go Eric Bledsoe. I would go Zach Levine. And I would also go Russell Westbrook just because I've been cheering for this guy this whole time. Right. He's such a competitor. I think somehow he'd find a way 
even if he wasn't faster than the other guys, I think he'd find a way to beat them in a race. I don't know. Okay. Um, forwards, I would want to see John Collins from Atlanta. I would want to see, I want to take Giannis. I feel like that's a really good one. Um, I'd want to see my boy from Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox? No. <laughs> Forward. Oh, sorry. I was um, paying attention. I was reading something over here. <laughs> I got the I got the top uh, 10 according to Ranker.com fastest uh, NBA players right now. Hold on. All right, let's let. Yeah, let's see. see I'll let you finish. Okay, so I would want I'd want to go John Collins. I'd want to go Marvin Bagley. I think and then my last pick, man, I would want to go Anthony Davis. <laughs> All right. He runs the floor aggressively. We missed uh, Ben Simmons. I, I saw him, but I didn't know if I should put him under guards or forwards. That's true. All right, so I got the fastest player in the NBA right now, according to, well, okay, in the 2018-2019 season, according to Ranker.com, which is the authority on these matters. So, number one, De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento Kings. Number two, Russell Westbrook, pretty solid. This Number three is where I get a little... Little contentious here, John Wall. Uh, I was gonna say him, but he's with, injured. Without injury, I could kind of see. Yeah, that. Know, he's got a little chubby too. But <laughs> I think he is still. Burned. He's quick. He's quick. Giannis came in at number four. Dame came in at number five. Kyrie at number six. Kemba Walker number seven. Oladipo at number eight. Donovan Mitchell number nine. D Rose came in tenth, which I was like, I don't know about that. Of his younger days, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, He'd be way higher than that. <laughs> he was Russell Westbrook before Russell Westbrook. Right. No, he true. was Derrick Rose. That's true. He had a better outside shot anyway. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I thought this was interesting because, again, I preface this by saying this is 18-19 season, right? Number 16 is D-Wade. Just going to throw that <laughs> out there. We'll keep naming him Are until we name Dirk Nowinski. <laughs> so we can say his name, too. I'll, I'll keep scrolling. Hold on. Wait, wait. They put... Oh, they put D Wade in front of a lot of people. A lot, like too too many people. What did Gabrielle Union say? I voted for Clay. <laughs> <laughs> My vote goes to Clay. All what right. up, D Wade? I know you'd be listening. Man. He's gonna get on the podcast. I don't even he's think he's the fastest on his team. No, he's retired now. But yeah, I don't think he was the fastest on his team either. <laughs> I think if I had to guess who the fastest on the team, I'd probably say Justice. I know Justice or Jay that. Rich. Derrick is pretty quick. I, I was gonna say Justice, but I was gonna say Buddy with all the bounce. Derek White. No, DJJ. Yeah, Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I said Derek. Airplane White mode, Spurs. baby. <laughs> he got. He got he, bounce, man. <laughs> yeah, but that, that doesn't necessarily translate to speed, though. No, it doesn't. But it helps, though. No, you're right. That's a lot of the same muscle groups for yeah. explosion. Yeah, but I still gotta say probably the Justice or J Rich. I think that's a good way to get get a long jump, actually. Mm-hmm. Is to pick up speed. Sure. Anyways, uh, that's all I got for uh, this episode of the Somewhat Sports Podcast. This is officially episode 20, gentlemen. 2-0. The big 2 2020 vision. That's right. We saw this all along. Wow. All right. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> we knew it. Well, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Somewhat Sports Podcast. Please uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Somewhat Sports. Uh, leave a review 
uh, leave a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rating. That's the word. Rating, rate, review, subscribe. All those words that yeah. all the podcasts say. Right, it's all one word. Rate, right. reviews. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the world's longest word. It's rate, yeah. review, subscribe, all one word, hyphenated. Um, but yeah, please do that. We actually got a, a new review. Someone reviewed uh, on the podcast. It said good things. I said if I if I if I could put ten stars, I put ten stars. But Ooh. they only put five. No, I didn't say that. But they did give us five stars, and uh, that's very nice of them. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for continuing to support the Somewhat Sports Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at John Dennis Radio because uh, that's my name and that's my handle. <laughs> John? You can find me on Instagram at JLWilliams5 and also DM me any topics that you guys may want to hear ahead of time. Slide into John's DMs yeah, anytime. Just, just let me know, That's an man. invitation, ladies. We'll have a nice good. conversation. So. That's right. Bub? Y'all know Bubs. Bubs you. Can you identify which was which? <laughs> Man, they should know by now. This is episode 20. What if someone's listening to the podcast for the first time? Ooh, Go back yeah. and listen to episode one. No, they're not going to do that. Episode Go back and listen to episode two. They have 19 <laughs> other options, okay? I'm not picky nah, here. They ain't following you. <laughs> That's <Ooh>. fine. <laughs> no, nah, man. Y'all know Bubs on Twitter. Bubs View on Instagram. Hope oh. you have a wonderful day. I wasn't being difficult. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgive you. And by the way, you can always uh, email us uh, with any uh, questions, comments, concerns. Don't uh, email me. No, I'm not giving out your email. I'm saying that <laughs> I get too much spam. <laughs> Somewhat sports at gmail.com. You don't get any spam. I don't want to talk to you. Too Anyways. much. Too much. <laughs> we'll catch you uh, next Wednesday for another episode of Somewhat Sports 21, baby. We'll catch you then.